Hey there and welcome to Vibing with Valia. You're listening to me, Josh Valia. This is a podcast where we have conversations about design, startups and a lot more with some really awesome people. Thanks for tuning in and follow to learn more. Our guest for today is Siddharth Vij. He is a product designer at Wall.app and a top-rated freelancer on Upwork. Siddharth has successfully grown his personal brand on Instagram over the last 6 months and has grown with over 75,000 followers. He is a Photoshop ninja and his work was featured by the likes of McDonald's India, Red Bull India, as well as OnePlus India. He has taught over 300 designers how to kickstart their careers in design and freelancing. Welcome Siddharth Why don't, you, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, tell me a little bit about yourself apart from work what do you like to do what do you do in your free time so so just just a bit of introduction i'm an engineering student i'm 21 years old just turned 21 so apart from work all i do is netflix and chill either it is working or yeah. it's netflix so some of my face i am just a mainstream watcher uh friends big bang theory or all, all these suits how many hours do you give into all of this bro have you ever calculated mm, a lot dude i've like watched big bang theory friends suits and all these shows like four or five times at least and these are like 10 10 seasons each wow bro <laughs> one of my weekends my netflix screen time was around like 6 hours man that's like a full working day for me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, how did you get into graphic design? Let's let's talk about that. So, oh, so it's it's a bit strange. Like I I just started designing stuff just to go, get into some cool clubs in my back in school, mm-hmm. and join करना था कुछ ना कुछ skill चाहिए थी, and so I started learning those skills, learning those software basically, not those skills. skills yeah. come well way after learning those softwares then slowly and slowly uh interest develop ho gaya usi side pe and i just keep kept on uh making new stuff for example manipulations and all all of those things and slowly and slowly here we are yeah what do you mean by like school clubs bro like so what did you do for them because i tell you about me in my school same similar story I wanted to be a cool kid okay so i pretended like i know computers uh, so us me same like editing audio editing and everything so when we had our cultural fest uh, all the teachers used to take me out of class because every teacher had a performance of their own from different houses you know red house green house yeah, yeah. they like yo come on uh, we want some audio editing done and like during the cultural fest i used to bunk all day bro and never sat sat in classes What about you, bro? What What was your school so, school editing? School? So growing up, I was never good at academics. Even to the point in eleventh grade, I flunked my math subject. Yeah. Had to <laughs> re-give the exam, but it was it ended up well for me. Uh, I was I sucked at academics, so I just needed something else to stand out from everyone, right? And one of those things was to join these cool clubs, and yeah. I started learning this. uh i started learning from after the fact because 
in that club no one knew after effects so photoshop is for generalists sabko aata hai but yeah. after effects is tough to kisi ko nahi aata so i started learning after effects i got into the into the club i started learning what basic video editing is went for inter school competition so in the delhi circuit i am from delhi so in the delhi circuit there are so many inter school competitions like 5 6 inter school competitions each and every month i i went to those i i have some amazing trophies wow. i don't think you can see them but yeah <laughs> wow i have like 8 to 9 trophies and it was all fun back then i i get to like bunk every class to the point in my 12th standard i maybe like i attended my classes only for the week or two rest all of the time i was busy in these competitions or all those co curriculum activities wow yeah. bro that's crazy oh uh, so bro as you just said bro you sucked at maths why btech what, what was that like dude so 11th was a i opener so 10th was good for me like i was decent and 11th me aati jahan me 80 85% score kar raha tha that was like uske baad seedha 40 50% pe aa gaya it was like wow ye kya ho gaya mere sath so 12th me i had to study hard because boards and i ended ended up studying hard and got like 90 plus percent in my boards and uske baad science to thi science le li because everyone was taking it mujhe bhi lena hai yeah <laughs> and uske baad what's the only option engineering <laughs> what is the thing that interests me the most computer science so computer science engineering yeah. mein ghus gaya uh bro and like i like how you said uh, in your college in your school group फोटोशॉप तो सबको आती है I hop onto the one of the hardest softwares. After the fact, yeah. it's really hard. And slowly and slowly, I shifted to Premiere Pro, then Photoshop, <laughs> then right now I'm working on Figma. So it's like totally different. So it was wow. easy for me to learn these softwares. Awesome. So, so would you? So I think it will be safe to say that all these competitions kind of shaped your skills to this point, right? Because I don't think you've ever gone to professional classes or a course to learn all of this. no i i haven't taken any professional courses or anything classes yeah. i think uh, now you are in btech you've learned these softwares you're like software is fine you're now up with your skill how did uh, you figure freelancing what was that like what's the story so when when the pandemic hit i had nothing to do at my home i would just watch netflix all day around but uh there was one ins- inspiration of mine uh, alumni of my from my college uh, mr galopsia he's a, he was at 90 plus 1000 followers i i met him in real life so all inspirations of i i absolutely love the art he made he used to do these photo astronaut photoshop manipulations back in the day he still does that but but yeah. with blender so i was like i had i have to try this so i started like going deep into photoshop and learning all these cool stuff like blending and lighting and stuff and i started making similar photoshop manipulations and the i guess the first or the second manipulation i did was 
uh, McDonald's astronaut art, and it got featured by McDonald's. McDonald's India featured that, and I was like, oh, wow. wow, yeah. And slowly and slowly, my interest developed in design. And before that, I never knew that design could be a potential career. Yeah. Right. It was. It was for. It was like. India में तो design की demand ही नहीं है but <laughs> yeah. but when I went deep inside into it I understand I understood that there's a lack of good designers like people like मर गए हैं designers ढूंढने में yeah <laughs> uh, and uh, so I started posting these things on Instagram and I started gaining like couple of thousand followers and suddenly uh, one of my friends hit me up and he's like do you know designing why don't you try freelancing i'm like what freelancing and he's like there's a, there are a couple of platforms try those out i hopped on to fiverr no success because fiverr has a like a, a lot of saturation and yeah at that time i wasn't like mujhe quick results chahiye warna i will drop off because yeah. i'm a newbie yeah theek hai then i then i i found this another platform upwork mm-hmm. i i made up a profile there and i spent like 2000 rupees on the connects and i was like mujhe kuch na kuch karna hai i have to figure some, something out because yeah. too bored nothing to do kuch na kuch karna hai apni life ke sath and on the third day of joining the platform i closed my first freelance project it was for 15 dollars per hour and yeah. the moment i closed the client i got the rising talent batch from upwork shit So awesome. after that, so if you have this badge, it's pretty much easier for you to close more clients compared to someone who doesn't have this badge. Yeah. So after receiving this badge, it was pretty much easy for me to uh, close more clients. But it didn't mean that I, I so I used to go to YouTube and just learn. random stuff like how to write proposals i suck at writing i still do how to write proposal how to shape your upwork profile and all of yeah. that stuff and slowly and slowly three months into uh three months into freelancing they awarded me with the top rated uh, badge as well and after that it has been great i have been working with companies like l'oreal and even did a project with united states department of agriculture last month wow yeah working with big big brands like loyal what what is that like so so these companies so these companies of the agency what they do is they uh give their whole project to some pr companies and all of those stuff just to, for example loyal had this uh national team sales meeting and they wanted everything to be done like design and videos and everything so they hire pr agencies to uh shape the whole event and so i am in very good terms with one of the pr agencies who manages this these fortune 500 companies and i get these projects a lot so yeah yeah wow so like by that like what i mean is how do these companies like work uh, what's the workflow like how do, who do you who do you deal with how many level of approvals do they have because as much as i've heard these brands have like Crazy amount, right? So, so one thing I've noticed, like the difference between working with a small client and working with these big companies, is that they don't like. There are no minor changes. Like the the thing that annoys the designer <laughs> yeah. most changes there, changes there, changes there. Yeah. So once I deliver something, there might be a change or two, but that's it. Yeah. 
Right. The right. flow is super simple. I just have a single point of contact, and that's it. Hmm. They are hmm. very well organized, and all of that stuff. Yeah, and and you're dealing with L'Oreal like uh, abroad or like L'Oreal India? What is that? Ah, uh, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, awesome. Man. Yeah. So yeah. I think uh, this brings me to my next point. What is it like dealing with Indian clans versus clans abroad? So this is a very controversial question, <laughs> but I have more experience in working with abroad clients, so I'm pretty much inclined towards that because they are high paying, yeah. and the experience with the Indian clients wasn't really good. But that that is totally subjective. You might come across a client which is super nice and like all of that stuff, which is high paying, high paying, super nice, and yeah. But me, I personally. uh prefer working with clients abroad i have like faced many issues with uh like working with indian clients but at the same time i have had a couple of foreign clients which were horrible like definitely horrible they want the work done to be free and without oh. like they for the work and they i have had clients which refused to pay after getting the work Damn. so yeah it's it's really subjective from client to client So what do you what do you do, man? If for example, if there's a client, you get the work done. Say you take some amount of advance, right? And that's a standard. But after that, so the, if yeah. you finish the whole project, and then they're like, "Yo, man, I don't like what you've done. I won't pay you." What do you do? What what should be? So so it totally depends. For example, if it's a uh, I'm working on a platform like Upwork, we have escrow already set up. Like the client already has pay Upwork mm-hmm. before I'll start working to them, working for them, and that. that too i uh are paid in like milestones and like if i uh, finish half the project they have pay half and then when i deliver the full project they they pay the full half so it's there but it gets trickier when we are working outside the platform and because you you have to trust the client whatsoever yeah. like yeah dude so i what i do personally is i take 50% advance like kuch to mil raha hai yeah but at the same time it's it's like hard for them to to trust a freelancer because they are paying 50% everyone what if i end up not delivering the project no no makes sense makes sense yeah i mean it, uh, it goes both ways yeah. yeah and the best thing about so i i really prefer taking clients outside these uh platform because i want to make a make a income by not depending on a platform what if this platform closes in the future plus yeah. if i plus if i take a project on this platform the client al- always have a chance to give me a negative feedback and even a single negative feedback can take my top rated batch away from right has that ever happened no not okay. yet right okay so uh, i'd like to take a step back recently like you just mentioned about uh, instagram right uh while you were yeah. doing freelance you, you just uh, told me that you know you started instagram with a couple of followers but then you don't have a couple of followers man you've got like 75000 plus followers so what was that like how do you build that bra- uh, brand outreach how does that work so uh back when i started posting stuff on instagram i never started with the purpose of growing to this point okay. i just did everything i did just for my friends and family just to show my work but yeah. slowly and slowly i started people just started seeing my work people started liking my work 
and in the first month only i started gaining couple of 100 followers and by the end of the month i had uh 2500 followers hmm. it was like huge very huge deal for me back then like it wasn't so easy to get at the point where i was because i used to post photoshop manipulations daily and each and every post that i made took like 5 to 6 hours for just editing i'm not even counting the time it took me to idealize and take inspiration and all of that stuff yeah. and so it was it, so it was pretty harsh in the first month but then i started freelancing at the same time so i was getting very inconsistent like i used to post just twice or thrice a week and i was seeing the difference in the engagement clear difference yeah. in the engagement where i was getting like few hundred uh, followers every week i was just getting 10 15 followers every week the difference was huge so Damn. i i couldn't let that inconsistency just ruin the pace i was following so what i did was i took public accountability i on a post uh one one anything one content piece every single day yeah and for the for the next 3 months and so what would happen if i skip it mm-hmm. my followers would definitely message me that dude kya ho gaya or yeah. even comment yeah anything like i'm just accountable then because everyone know that i'm doing this thing so i started posting uh, the the similar photoshop manipulations but i see it i saw a trend on instagram that tutorials work better than art hmm. like at at some point so i started i, I was good at at by, by that time i was good at photoshop so i started posting these tutorials Uh, as a video and they did it really well for me i started gaining like 100 followers every single day then reels came out and people were like gaining massive following by just posting yeah. reel every day I and these were just the like instagram algorithm yeah. was just pushing reels as content pieces every like everything yeah it's yeah it's 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 a very different model yeah. so i was seeing people just gaining by just a 15 second video people were gaining like thousands of followers every single day i was like dude mujhe karna hai this is the future mujhe ghusna hai mujhe karna hai karna to padega hi ab jo bhi karenge but the problem i had was ki kaise in ek minute ki video ko you converted into 15 seconds video hmm. so instagram yeah. when reels launched it was just 15 second later it came out with the update for 30 seconds so yeah. I used to two eggs, beach me parts cut the. After tutorials, वो ही करे, which could fit in fifteen seconds. Yeah. And slowly and slowly, after day fifteen or day sixteen, something like there, I my one of my reels started popping up. Like I reached ten thousand views on a single reel. I was like, shit, dude, this is it. Yeah, fame milta hai. So <laughs> I stopped. I stopped posting normal videos and just I started posting reels every single day. Yeah. So. um I, i did that and by the end of the first month i started getting like 100000 views on my reels and uh around 1000 followers every single day and i was like dude chal gaya chal gaya yeah. <laughs> and yeah by the end of i guess 3 months i, I was already at 50000 followers yeah so that's that's crazy man that's crazy um yeah and i think i think uh, after all of this you've also started your own master class kind of a thing what's what's that like tell me about that so so i always uh, wanted to like teach this take this cohort thing like teach people design and photoshop and everything but i i wasn't really sure that how to put it across like 
will people actually like it will i get hated if i just fuck it up in some way so yeah. i i had to test a mvp mujhe yeah. mvp test karna tha so what what am i good at the, uh, other than photoshop i am good at freelancing so i'm like why not teach people freelancing so i what i announced a freelance master class with one of my closest friends so he's also a big time freelancer so we took this master class we got like 100 100 plus uh registration without even any ads or something just from my instagram audience i'm like dude i got this mujhe samajh aa gaya kya game hai and yeah. by just doing this i came to know what's the whole process how to do the marketing stuff how to uh make landing pages how to how to do the back end stuff all those automations and stuff yeah yeah uh how much how much did you charge per uh, person man like it was it was 1000 rupees per person so uh it was a 3 day master class yeah 1000 rupees per person and i we taught uh everything about upwork fiber and cold outreach damn and uh, what like are any other master class coming up are you planning on doing any of that yep i am so i am planning to take a design master class still figuring it out what what to like the whole structure how to structure it and stuff but yeah awesome man awesome and uh, so what is your perspective on doing a live master class versus putting out some tutorials like you could do something like a udemy course or a coursera thing right like why not that good so i have seen this trend in the industry like when the pandemic happened the uh, the demand for these online courses like suddenly just went up because yeah. people had so much time on their plate they mm-hmm. they said rather than wasting time on netflix like i do they should learn something yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so these other uh, demand went up and up but there was certain problem with these online courses and slowly and slowly the this industry shifted towards live classes like the cohort based yeah. system yeah and at this moment all the major players were who were in the game who were taking online courses saw this trend and shifted yeah. shifted towards the cohort based system hmm. and and right now cohort based system do really well as compared to these courses because when we announce a certain course like a recorded course it will be hyped up in the starting and the course sales will go off the roofs but after yeah. that particular point just to get those active subscriptions someone might have to run ads or something like that even for someone with a very huge audience just to get uh active subscribers and more than more registrations hmm, yeah. which which is still good till certain point he is getting a good roi and stuff but with cohort based system the hype never goes down hmm, whenever yeah. we come up with a new version of that cohort people will register them for by themselves hmm. so yeah that's that's awesome man that's awesome all right let's let's shift the gears of this conversation to how did you get working with abhinav and mayank with whiteboard and everything or is that like when did you outreach them so oh. so it it was just a month long uh, gig for me yeah in this so abhinav put up a story saying that he is looking for the video editor kind of guy and yeah. uh, i i just sent him a, the proposal i sent to everyone on upwork i have a template ready yeah. <laughs> so i just sent him with my upwork link and 
so my upwork profile has couple of projects that I had done back at that time. Yeah. So he didn't reply immediately. He replied to me after like two or three months, or maybe oh, maybe um a uh, maybe one month on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, you know that story. He told us in the yeah. cohort itself. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. But like for the listeners who don't, let me give a little context. Abhinav Chikara, uh, he's like the godfather mentor. <laughs> um, is that no, not not that. But he's like a pretty cool guy. He's he was head of designer at an academy, and he's running ten mm-hmm. k designers from where I met Siddharth, and that is why you guys are listening to this podcast. Uh, so yeah, Abhinav is like the guy, right? So, um. basically he he does this 10k designers cohort which is a three month thing uh, both of us were a part of it and we we were these stories around it so sadat basically worked with abhinav before uh, you know joining the cohort so yeah i mean uh, the reason why i asked this question was what was your story about joining the cohort was working with them a part like played a part in it or did you always have it in mind yeah definitely yeah de- definitely i came across so i read this book of abhinav Uh, pajama profit that's how i came across abhinav and varun mayan and i've been following both of them since yeah. then like it was before i started the instagram game mm, yeah so i so i just wanted to work with them no no harm no gain so it was so i started working with them and i had so many things going on that at that particular time like i had been freelancing i had my instagram i had to post daily and that was the time i started gaining like 1000 followers every single day and because yeah. i had this all this work with abina which i which i wanted to do because it was a huge learning opportunity for me but yeah. everything was happening at that fast pace so i had to say no to abina after the particular point i worked with him after a month it was amazing i got to learn all the frameworks that he's been using and they were like amazing i still use the social media framework i like uh in, that's totally inspired by his framework yeah and yeah and i came to know about nk designers uh at that time too he just started his first cohort back then and i i never knew the like the significance of ui ux what basically ui ux means but slowly and slowly over time i researched and came to know that india has a huge a very huge market for product, product designers. designers yeah yeah so i was like dude mujhe karna hai as simple as that and <laughs> yeah. so this is about i came to know about 10k designers and slowly and slowly i went to the internet and researched about what ui ux basically is how like the industry trends and is it even uh, ha- if it if it has an uh, potential in india or not and i came to know that it has a huge market in india like there are a lot lack of good product designers out here so i'm like dude mujhe to ye karna hi karna hai and cohort three happened and i enrolled in it yeah yeah um yo okay so now that we're talking about the cohort how has your transition been from being a graphic designer and a pretty good one at it to like moving into product design how has your transition been like dude like in graphic designing when i used to work for clients i used to get a brief ki you have to do this particular thing only yeah like, there are very small iterations that you can try hmm. even after your artistic freedom yeah so it was like that like i didn't have to use my brain a lot no research no inspirations and most of the time it was a uh, client's brief only but 
sometimes clients used to say that ye karna hai i used to go to the internet take inspiration from printers and all those websites yeah. and it was just yeah. like that but product designing is quite different i have to use my brain in every single step why is this particular button here yeah. why is it in the next section so every <laughs> single decision i make to place a single element on the screen there's a reason behind it right in product designing right so it's it's more brain how to say it but i'm using my brain more in product designing i like it right yeah so graphic designing was more like a easy thing but product designing is definitely not that easy because the more you expose you to expose yourself to this field the more you learn right whereas graphic in graphic designing you learn a tool you learn on the basics of design and you just start yeah yeah so now that like you know we're talking about 10k we're talking about product design what's next for you now like what do you have in the pipeline ahead so i'm still figuring out figuring it out uh, like what to pursue as my career because i'm still in my i just i just was promoted to the fourth year of my college and i still have a year to figure stuff out i joined a uh blockchain startup and everything's going good we are working on the product but at the same time i haven't dropped my freelance project the graphic design freelance work which i have been doing for the past years so i still have those clients i still have my instagram i still plan to take the masterclass which we were talking about so i still have all the options open but i have to narrow it down to maybe one or two things before i actually graduate that's my goal like i have a year long goal that i have to figure stuff out i have to eliminate all the extra stuff even if i like them but i have to just focus on maybe one or two things just to have a sustainable career in the future because i can't juggle on between all this different stuff because it's a huge like shift it's a huge men- mental shift at one point i'm working i'm working on a a freelance project and the moment one of my employers just texts me that dude ye hua kya there's a huge yeah. shift I, i just i just it's super confusing for me at this moment so i'm just still figuring out what's the right direction for me in the future but yeah awesome man oh thank you for doing this sadat uh so yeah thanks guys go follow thanks, sadat man. uh why don't you tell your uh, instagram handle it's it's just sadat with underscore awesome with sadat with yeah. double d there are like two d's in there yeah double d yeah and th in the end oh yes sadat so yeah follow yeah. sadat vij on instagram he posts some amazing content and thanks for tuning in if you stick around till now i'd like to take this moment and thank you for doing so if you like this podcast i request you to follow it on the platform you're listening it on thanks a lot and keep vibing